right, Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Sorry about Saturday night. We had a lightning strike here, blew out our computer. We weren't able to do anything at all. So we're back on Tuesday. Thank goodness everything is fine. Everything's working perfect. Just a couple things on the pregame. I hope you don't mind if I don't spend a whole lot of time on Jamal Bowman or even on, on the now vacated Speaker of the House seat. I am going to talk about it real quick with Gates. One of the things on the one of the pregame videos with Gates being booed by, I'm, I'm assuming Democrats and Republicans, maybe it was all Democrats, I don't know, it's impossible to tell because it was a close-in shot, but he was being booed when he said that these people, because he's receiving money from people like you and I, 552 people on right now here at the beginning of the show. God bless each and every one of you. Switch to Rumble. Switch to Rumble if you're watching on any other platform. We've got to have our own free speech platforms, parallel economy. But Gates is getting booed for saying that all of these people are beholden to lobbyists. Okay? Because he's raising money for this fight via the via people like you and I, the normal citizens of the United States, sending in donations, which is just fine where the rest of these people are, are cozying up the lobbyists. And you've heard me say this many, many times about the sources of income for all these people. It's, it really is. It is literally your tax dollars going to NGOs, going back into the pockets of Democratic Party politicians and their useful hand puppets, which are rhinos like McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Understand that. Understand the symbiote. Understand the circle jerk. Ooh, I just said it. Circle bleep. <laughs> Understand, I'm just going to say it now, circle jerk and the symbiote. You've got to get it. What it is in, in Ukraine is a giant, giant circle bleep symbiote. Understand it. All they're doing is funneling money to the IMF. The IMF, which is ostensibly a globalist NGO, then gives money to the Clinton Global Initiative via, via Pritzker, J.B. Pritzker, multi-billionaire governor of Illinois, his sister is running the rebuild of Ukraine, and that's the people who own Hyatt. Hyatt is already in Ukraine already and will receive government money. Please understand this. The IMF is funded to $25 billion to, re to rebuild Ukraine, and then you have the Clinton Global Initi Initiative receiving money from the IMF. It's a giant symbiote circle bleep. That's what it is. That's all you're seeing. There is no more Constitution. There is no more Declaration of Independence. There is no Iwo Jima Memorial and Lincoln Memorial and Washington Memorial and all the things that we hold sacred. They are gone. Understand that we can get them back, but they're gone. We have a corrupt DOJ, everything else, but it's a giant, the border is a giant symbiote circle bleep. It's all that it is, a bunch of Democratic Party NGOs who receive your taxpayer dollars, which are then funneled back into ActBlue and given to Democrats. For their campaign funds. You're like, well, the campaign funds, they can't use themselves. They can use those campaign funds for anything they want. Swalwell flies all over the globe in his private jet while espousing climate mitigations. So you, get, you have Gates being booed for raising money for this fight, raising money from everyday taxpayers like you and I. While all these people boo him for saying that they're beholden to their, to their lobbyists, we are $33 trillion in debt. And these people are booing him for raising money. 33, that's how, that's how piss poor these people are. They are not our leaders. They are sadly our elected representatives, but elected out of galactically stupid areas of the country. If it's a blue area, it's a galactically stupid area of the country. And it just, it, you know, for me, these people are making their living off of, off, of, off of lobbyists. They know they are. 
How in the how in the world that Diane Feinstein just passed away? How does she? How did I believe if I get the number correct? She's worth two hundred seventeen million dollars. How is that possible? She got a t- Chinese spy works as her chauffeur for twenty years and wa- watch the post game because there's an outline of how she became a multi multi hundred millionaire and somebody who's never made over a quarter million dollars in her life per year. But these people they boo when Gates just says what's true for me. You ask me how I make my money? I get paid via Foundation Church. So I pay into the church. Hundreds of other people pay into the church. That's where I get my money. I'm not going to boo if you say there's a preacher who gets paid from his church. You're right. And if you say, you know, there's a bunch of people sitting by me, like Matt Gates said, who are beholden to their lobbyists, then they should all go, we are. That's how we get paid. That's how we become rich. That's what they sh- why, are you, why are you booing that which is true? And I just had to comment on Kathy Hochul one more time as we do those side-by-side videos of her, the governor of New York, who, who's reading off of the placard at the bottom of the Statue of Liberty, bring me your huddled masses in 2021, reading off of that, and now in 2023, says, you know what, you're going to need to go somewhere else. Amazing to me. Whenever they have to live with their policies, they no longer want them. And on the Jamal, and the Jamal Bowman thing, I mean, you're talking about just wanting to shovel crap. You know, talking about trying to make... Uh, chicken salad out of chicken crap. I mean, give me an app, give me a break. You know, it's like, it's, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. I mean, it's really amazing to me that these people can actually go up with a straight. See, I'd be ashamed of myself, but they know no shame to go out there and say, you know what? I thought that I was pushing a button to open a door. When, first of all, if you've never had to push a button to open a door in your life inside the Capitol, then why would you? And remember, this is a man who's been in Congress for a while now. So for months and months and months, or years and years and years, I don't know what he's got been elected. If he was just elected, that means he's been in for at least all of 2023. And we're now in the 10th month of 2023. 43 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, just so everybody knows. This came out with that new mask so you can hear directly to your face without a thing going over yours. And then 95, by the way. 20, 43 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. So he's been in Congress for at least 10 months and probably has been years. I'd have to track and find out. But anyway, because I don't pay any attention to galactic idiots like Jamal Bowman. And right when they're about to secure this vote for this CR, this continuing resolution that, once again, uh, Kevin McCarthy bent over, grabbed his ankles. He goes, no, I, I take that back. He didn't grab his ankles. He's bent over, grabbed his butt cheeks, and spread them wide for the Democratic Party and gave him everything he wanted. As usual, just like he did with the secret deal for the, for the debt ceiling with the president, where he eliminated the debt ceiling until 2025. There is no debt ceiling. There's no debt ceiling. I hope everybody knows that. That's what the Republican leadership voted in. And I'm talking about Steve Scalise, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Thomas Massey. They all voted for it, too. They do some good things, but they all just bent over. And we had $33 trillion in debt. And remember, we skipped over $32 trillion in debt. In June, we were $31 trillion in debt. And, we, and, and by September, we were $33 trillion in debt. Two months later. Usually, it's like a year and a half before we go through a trillion dollars in debt. In office since 2021. Thank you, Aaron. So he's been in office for two and a half years. Two and a half years, and he doesn't know how to open doors inside the Capitol. <laughs> and we're suddenly, and, and, and I mean, think about how galactically stupid you have to be. He said he didn't realize that he would trigger an alarm by pulling a fire alarm. <laughs> so you didn't realize you were going to trigger an alarm by pulling an alarm? And you had to break glass to pull it? And you said that you thought maybe you're, you're using a button to open a door? Please, the man needs to be criminally charged with two things. First of all, it's a misdemeanor to pull a fire alarm when you know there's no fire, which we do. We got him on videotape pulling it. 
Number two, it's a felony to obstruct an official proceeding, which is what the J6ers are being uh, tried for and sent to prison for 22 years for, 10 years for, six months for, whatever, for various, various range of sentences, which are always enhanced by Tanya Shukin, globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist, Democratic Party hack. All right, so enough on that. Jamal, Jamal, this is what needs to happen, too, by the way. You need to find out statute of limitations. Nobody's going to get charged right now. We know, we know because Merrick Garland and Lisa Monaco are in charge of the DOJ. We know that the Capitol Police should be charging him right now. Probable cause affidavit should already be filled out on Jamal Bowman. We know that's not going to happen. So the, we need to find out what the, the statute, of limitation, statute of limitations is. And, and once, once we take over... Yeah, there it is right there. I mean, that, that really does. That looks like a button that you push. It says giant fire on it. And not to mention on the doors, it says push. On the doors. it's on. You can look at the video. I don't want to. I mean, I'm spending too much time on this already. But you can look on the video and on the still photos. It says on the door, push. So please, he needs to be charged with two things. Misdemeanor. False, false fire alarm, and number two, uh, obstruction of official proceeding, which are both felonies. We need to look at the statute of limitations. When we take over, it needs to be criminally charged. No, let, no, no more let bygones be bygones. Those days are over. Stop bringing a baseball bat to a gunfight. Stop bringing fists to a gunfight. We need to fight fire with fire. If this, if this was a Republican, he'd be criminally charged. We all know what he did. He was trying to obstruct. There was different proceedings that they were trying to take care of at that time. And it was very beneficial for the Democrats for him to go out and pull that fire alarm and postpone the proceedings. Yep. It's very beneficial for them. There's lots of intricacies with that, which I don't have. To, I actually have a section on Jamal Bowman, but I just decided to skip it because it's, I just don't want to spend too much time on it. All right. So speaking of Kathy Hochul in the state of New York, like I did a moment ago, this is the very disturbing video. Anybody who's young that's watching this, if you've got your kids watching this, you don't want to necessarily have them see this. not super graphic. It would be, but it's edited. DC Drano video. Graphic warning. New York Post obtains and releases video showing fatal stabbing of leftist activist Ryan Carson in front of his girlfriend on, on New York City Street. Play for me. If you could just run that side by side so I can make some additional comments on it. The reason why I'm bringing this up is we're going into Trump's trial next. And I want to show you what's actually happening on the streets of New York. And of course, you got Ryan, Ryan Carson. He didn't deserve to die or anything like that. And that's not what I'm saying. But these are the people that he's been activating for, uh, uh, um, been an activist for his entire life. Right here, these, the prairie person that stabbed him to death. This is a anti-guns right. This is a, this is a leftist activist. 
All right, getting getting the things that he has been, I don't know what the word, activating for, if it's activist, but these are the things, these are the policies that he wants in place. No guns. He's not allowed to carry a gun in New York City. He can't even get a concealed weapons permit for all intents and purposes. Right here, he's already dead. His throat is slashed. And I, and I just wanted to comment on this. Look how weird his girlfriend's behavior is. It's just weird. I mean, why? I mean, she just stands there. She's not calling. She's not cops? calling nine one one. She's not bending down to see if he's okay. Why is she not trying to, to, uh, to put something over his wounds to try and stop the bleeding? The the girl does really nothing. It really is quite amazing, and I think it's because she's a leftist too. And once you have no, when when you don't value life at all, and really life to you is a perpetual video game, and you're an NPC, which is what she is. She doesn't even know what to do. But here's the thing: this is this is a leftist living with the policies that he's put in place. He had no ability to defend himself, none, no ability to defend himself. He's a defund the police guy, so there's no police there. He's somebody who doesn't want anybody to be able to carry a gun. This is who they put Plaxico Burroughs in prison, uh, Burroughs in prison for two and a half years because he had a concealed weapon in New York City. That's why you need a concealed weapon. He puts the people in, he puts Letitia James, I guarantee you, who do you vote for? Hochul, Letitia James. Alvin Bragg, put them in, and those people refused to prosecute the very person who stabbed him to death. Yep. Didn't deserve to die. I'm not saying that. But this is the fruit of the very policies that he has been trying to push for his entire leftist activist life, and it's a sad deal. So instead of actually going after crimes like this, which, by the way, the murder rate in New York is of 25%. 25%. Percent right now. Eric Adams is an absolute galactic joke, an idiot, and a moron who is now also having to live with the policies that he has espoused for years of his life, reading off the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. And then we, we finally the we ask and you shall receive was what was on the pregame video. You asked for all, you can bring it back to me. You asked for all of these illegal immigrants, Eric Adams, and now you say they're destroying the city. Um, you know what? They'll destroy the country too. Do you not get it now, Eric? That if all these illegal immigrants are destroying your city, then all of these illegal immigrants will destroy what also, Eric? Uh, That would be the country, Eric, you dummy. How do you not see it? How do you not see it on a more existential plane than, than the nose that's in front of your stupid face? If they're destroying your city, then they'll destroy the country. Hence the reason why you shouldn't have been pushing for an open border for all of the many years of your ridiculous Democratic Party life. So that's what's going on in New York. So you have stabbings on the street. I mean, you're talking about, it is an absolute heap of trash. They're not picking up trash in New York. It's human feces and urine all over the place. Uh, Times Square is an absolute joke. It's like watching... Couple minutes of the football game last night, the Giants game, and I just like saw it come in. They showed like panning of the city and you know and all that. I'm like, it's a joke. Go down there and actually take real videos of the streets of New York, and it's an absolute cesspool, an absolute feces-filled cesspool, crime-ridden cesspool, just like every other Democratic hub in the United States of America: Seattle. Portland, L.A., Chicago, New York City. How can you be an honest person with any shred of human dignity and go out and espouse Democratic Party virtues? Amazing to me. So instead of actually dealing with real crime, 
This is what I love how they call her Tish James. Tish James. Letitia James, bought and paid for by George Soros, just like Alvin Bragg, bought and paid for by George Soros, refusing to actually prosecute real crime. Crime is going through the roof in New York City. Letitia James is the attorney general of the state of New York. Crime is going through the roof in all of the state of New York. But who's she going after? Donald Trump, for some sort of half-baked uh, civil fraud... It's not, even, it's not even criminal, civil fraud, all right, where he allegedly overestimated, just so everybody knows how the case works, overestimated real estate values on buildings and offices and, and, and land. Now, here's the interesting part about this credit to Dan Bongino is there's no complainant. Nobody is, nobody's brought the suit. Everybody realize that? Why? Because Donald Trump, even if he did overestimate, Okay, which I'm not making excuses for him. I'm not saying he did or he didn't. They're the ones who are underestimating. They put the value at Mar-a-Lago at 18 million. <laughs> it's estimated at between 800 million and a billion dollars. Yeah. And they put it at 18 million. That's what Letitia James put down. So let's just say he overestimated it. None of the banks complained. Right. None of the banks filed lawsuits. Why? Because they still received all of their money back. He. <laughs> You not see this? Like, say he goes, okay, I need a loan for twenty million. That this say property I want to buy for twenty million. Times out, he overestimated it's worth seventeen million. Well, they loaned him the twenty million. As long as he pays it back, what does it matter? And he did. Right. Nobody, nobody. There's no fraud. Like he kept some of their money. It was loans from banks that he fully paid back. But they're just saying, well, you said that it was worth this. Well, isn't isn't real estate? valuations ambiguous very much so comparative market analysis and very i mean become people come up with different numbers but regardless there's no complainant in other words there's no victim but let letitia james is filing a lawsuit against them anyway and spending hundreds of millions of dollars doing that instead of actually enforcing crimes where her own leftist activist is being stabbed to death on the street while his strange girlfriend hovers over him and watches him die without it rendering aid. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Here's just a little summation of it. Play for me, other. Berlin, the People's Court, August 1944. The first resistance trials begin. Hitler orders them filmed and shown to troops and civilians as a warning. Freisler, ex-Bolshevik, admirer of Vyshinsky, is a rabid Nazi. The Gestapo has done everything to break the defendants. This isn't a real trial. This is a judge who's made up his mind. This is, this is a show trial. Um, and we don't live right now in places like New York City, in a place where the, the rule of law truly controls here. But this is a legally baseless order that he has already entered. We know what he's going to do after the fact. It's going to be more uh, legally baseless uh, arguments and, and uh, uh, decisions from this judge that I am confident that at the end of the day will be reversed by uh, the courts of appeal. And what we are seeing is a total um, politically based case by a political attorney general in front of a political judge. It's a disgraceful trial put forward by an attorney general who's corrupt. We have murders going all over the city, all over the state at a record level. It's an epidemic. And we're wasting our time on this trial with a Democrat judge from the clubhouses. It's a disgrace. They ought to look for the murderers and the killers that are all over New York killing people. 
and the violent crime that's being committed in our city and our state is disgraceful and we're going to be here for months with a judge that already made up his mind. It's ridiculous. He's a Democrat judge, he's an operative, and it's ridiculous. Other than that, things went very well. And that is the state of our judicial system in our country. All you do is, now the bad thing about it is Trump is put into place to be victimized by a corrupt DOJ. By a, it's not just the DOJ, it's state systems too, as long as those state systems are blue. Like Illinois, New York, California, Washington and Oregon, Massachusetts, numerous Atlanta. It, just be, it can just be a hub of a red state like Atlanta, where all the crimes are, of course, are Atlanta. What are they doing in Atlanta? Trying Trump for interference in an election. But that, that, that judge there is Arthur Angeron is a Democratic Party operative. That, that's the state of our judicial system, whether it's local, whether it's city, whether it's county. All that the Democrats are doing is making sure that they haul you in front of blue judges and blue jurisdictions with blue juries, blue grand juries, blue appellate courts. It will take, because if you go, right, if you go to, if you go to Letitia James's district or Alvin Bragg's district, all the same, if you go there, you have blue judges like Engeron, who's a Democratic Party activist. He said, well, you shouldn't be allowed to, you shouldn't be able to preside over a former president of the United States if you're a Democratic Party activist or a Republican Party activist right. if the former president was a Democrat. If you're going to be in the judicial system, then you have to be politically neutral. I'm not saying you can't vote, but you can't be an activist. You can't. That's just the way that it has to be. So this Arthur Angeron, that's what he is. He's just a Democratic Party activist. And I know that those of you who watch this podcast have heard this all the time, but you need to understand how dangerous this system is because they did this to Alec Jones. They did this to Steve Bannon. They're doing it right now to Pierre Navarro. They're doing it to Donald Trump, Roger Stone, General Flynn, everybody. Haul you in front of blue judges, blue prosecutors, Blue district attorneys, blue juries, blue grand juries, and even if you win there and you go, or even if you lose there and you go to appeal, i.e., the appellate court, the appellate court's blue too. So there's no way out. And people are being, you, and people think, well, no, as long as I have exculpatory evidence, I'll be fine. Well, why would you be fine? And I'm sorry for the redundancy of this for those of you that watch this podcast all the time, but you just have to get this. Why would exculpatory evidence get you out of any of these, any of these charges? Right now, Trump is already, 80% of Trump's case has been thrown out. Why? Because the statute of limitations ran out. Letitia James is so freaking stupid that she actually charged Donald Trump with civil fraud from 2014, and the statute of limitations had already run out. So I guess they weren't able to pull off what they did in a pseudo-civil rape trial where they actually changed the statute of limitations right before the rape trial so she was able to fire, file her civil lawsuit against Donald Trump. She did that in uh, collusion with Letitia James, of course. Letitia James is a Democratic Party activist. She's not a law enforcement officer. She's not a street cop. She's a Democratic Party activist. And it doesn't matter if you're completely innocent. Donald Trump could go in there right there and say, I never did any of these things. Here is all the proof signed off by all people involved. It wouldn't matter. It's a blue judge with a blue jury. They're going to convict him anyway. You're like, Tom, that can't be that corrupt. It is that corrupt. Look at what happened to Alex Jones. He, how, how are you convicted of civil? That's what uh, defamation is, a civil. But it's just easy ease of conversation. How are you found guilty of defamation against dead people? How? 
How you found, he mentioned Sandy Hook like three or four times and was basically reading off of reports from other people and has been found to be guilty of defamation to the tune of just under uh, a billion dollars, $799 million or something like that, or $899 million, whatever it is, $999, I can't remember. How? They're, they're dead. The people are dead. It's, no, it's not a matter of not showing proper respect to dead people. I'm just saying you can't defame dead people. Defaming people means that you have obstructed their ability to make a living through assassinating their character. How is that possible? You're like, well, that's not possible. It is. If it's a blue judge and a blue jury, who's going to stop it? Who's going to stop it? You're like, well, somebody will step. Who? Who's the magical day that's going to step in? That's how corrupt it is. That's why I stay out of blue states. That's Donald Trump's vulnerability. But it'd be every pol- every nationwide uh, uh, politician's vulnerabilities if you had to campaign in a blue state. They're going to charge you with something. You made a phone call. You made a phone call to a political operative and you tried to interfere with the due process of an election. How? I asked them to rock the vote. Good enough. They put on a probable cause affidavit. Rock the vote. He said, rock. well, you, Tom, there'll be some reasonable judge, reasonable, no, just bring it, bring it to Letitia James. She'll, she'll try it right now on rock the vote only. And you can even prove you never made the phone call. She still try you. And you have a blue judge, blue jury, blue grand jury, blue appellate court, you're going to be found guilty. That is where it is. That's what's happening. General Flynn didn't do one thing wrong. Not one. Roger Stone, not one thing wrong. Donald Trump, not one thing wrong. Steve Bannon, not one thing wrong. Peter Navarro, not one thing wrong. Steve Bannon's already been tried and convicted. Steve Bannon was tried and convicted for obstructing Congress, for obstructing a subpoena from Congress from a committee that can't issue subpoenas. Imagine that, being found guilty of obstructing a congressional subpoena from congressmen and women who are not able to issue a subpoena. We're not lawfully allowed to issue a subpoena. Why? How did that happen? Because he went to Matthew Graves in D.C., Matthew Graves who refused to try Hunter Biden for tax evasion when he was requested by David Weissman to do so. He refused to do it. Matthew Graves' wife, who's also a Democratic Party uh, activist, was speaking of that. Go to that pick, Aaron, just side by side. I'm going to show you this real fast just so you know what's really happening because they all actually know each other. Schumer's girlfriend, Allison R. Greenfield, uh, Trump Truth Social Post. Schumer's girlfriend, Allison R. Greenfield, is running this case against me. So you have Chuck Schumer's girlfriend, Allison Greenfield, is running the Trump civil fraud case. That's where we're at. That is the state of our country right now. And you're like, well, it has to stop. How are we going to stop it? How are we going to stop it? Well, what you have to do is fight fire with fire, but we never do that. We let bygones be bygones because what will happen is, say suddenly DeSantis, um, and I love Ron DeSantis, not belittling him at all. Trump's number one, DeSantis number two, but Trump had a bad couple weeks. DeSantis moved closer to number one. You got to can't be Trump and be saying that, you know, can you can a woman be a man? You have to say, no, he cannot. And you have to love the pro-life uh, stances that Ron DeSantis and numerous other, other governors have taken. But Trump was not. He was ambiguous and actually negative about abortion stuff, which I don't like. But he showed up for the March for Life, cut Planned Parenthood, uh, ruined. I mean, took down Roe v. Wade. It's hard to go against Trump on, on abortion either. But this is what's this is the state of our judicial system right here. Schumer's girlfriend, Allison R. Greenwald, is running the case against me. How disgraceful this case should be dismissed to me, obviously for prejudice only, should be dismissed. You have Democratic Party operatives, i.e. 
Adolf Hitler, Mao, Stalin, Democratic Party operatives trying their political opponents. That's exactly what's happening. All right, you can go to the next one for me, whatever it doesn't belong. There you go. Just wanted to show you this. Letitia James, her net worth is $15 million. How is that possible? She makes $4 million a year. Let's all look into her finances, shall we? And now let's look at the, I want to know. I, I would love to know because I don't know what her salary is per year. Her salary can't be any more than four dollars to $500,000 a year. If I was to guess, it's less than that. But she's worth $15 million? She's never been, I don't think she's ever been a private attorney. She's always been what they would call a public servant, which is a, basically a public prostitute is all that she is for the Democratic Party and the globalist left. So let's look at let's look at Letitia James. It's a great Fox News. It's a Benny Johnson video, but it's but it's a Fox, but it was made by Fox News. Here's Letitia James. This is the person that's actually trying Donald Trump right now. Play it for me. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. I believe that the president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're gonna definitely sue him. We're gonna be a real pain. He's gonna know my name personally. That man in the White House who can't go a day uh, uh, without threatening our fundamental rights. Yes, we need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. We need to find out whether or not he's engaged in conspiracy. It's important that everyone understand that the days of Donald Trump are coming to an end. That's a, so you have a political operative who's trying to take down the number one candidate of her opposing political party. This is right out of Stalin's uh, Moscow. This is right out of Stalin's Russia. This is right out of Hitler's Berlin. This is exactly, listen, they are, there's no difference, folks. You're like, yes, sir, you know, Hitler uh, murdered a bunch of people. These people murder people all the time. 41.2 million abortions per year. And that is, that's a UN statistics, and that's leaving out Letitia James's New York and Gavin Newsom's California, which are the number one and number two leading, uh, I don't know what the verbiage would be, people, the leading states in numbers of abortions per year. They lead the United States in numbers of abortions per year, but yet for some reason they don't have to re- report their abortions. So how exactly are they different? They want to censor speech under, you know, a disinformation governance board. They murder the unborn. Gavin Newsom wants you to be able to murder your child 28 days after he's born. If it's not already in place right now, which I need to track that case. Last I heard, it was up for a vote and it looked like it was going to pass. Where you could kill your own kid 28 days after he or she is born in the state of California. How are they any different than Nazis? If you're going to do political persecutions via prosecution, how are you any different than Goebbels. How are you any different than Mengele? How are you any different than Hitler, than Stalin, than Mussolini or Mao, Pol Pot, anybody you want to name? How are you any different? And here's the thing. We don't do that on the right. We don't censor anybody. Listen, the right can be very cowardly, but they're not nearly as evil. The cowardice is a, is a certain measure of evil, but it's not as evil as the left. We don't try to censor anybody. You ever try to hear me talk about, you know, we need to be, uh, not that I have any part in Rumble as far as leadership is concerned, but you ever hear me say that anybody needs to be taken down? Never. I can't stand the leftist pundits on Twitter. I'm just telling you, I don't ever espouse for them to be taken down at all. 
I want them. Go ahead and spout your mis- disinformation. We're all adults. But you need to see these people are the 2023 Nazis. They are. They're doing experimental. They do, they're doing a medical experiments on your body. They're lopping off genitals. They're injecting kids with puberty blockers, having no idea what the long-term effects are. They're injecting people with mRNA experimental gene therapeutics, gene-altering vaccinations. They have no idea of the long-term effects. Right out of Mengele. Right out of Mengele. So how, how is she any different than Adolf Hitler? She isn't. She is prosecuting her political opponent. She got elected under the auspices of prosecuting Donald Trump. And not only that, but she violates her own rules. She calls them illegitimate. That's a crime now. Yeah. You should, she should be prosecuting. She should be filling out a probable cause affidavit, charging herself with insurrection. And this is what I love how these leftists, and, I, and I've challenged people on Twitter with this. Every day, Donald quote from Letitia James, every day Donald Trump threatens our rights. Name how he threatens your rights. Give me, give me, how does he threaten your rights? Just like they always say, there's a transgender genocide going on. Where? Where's the transgender genocide? Show me the bodies, which is exactly what I said during COVID. Show me the bodies. Nobody could ever show me the bodies. Still to this day, still can't show me the bodies. The only bodies there are are people that are vaccinated. Those are the bodies. Being sick with COVID now is a vaccine side effect. How does he threaten your rights? Name it. What legislative thing has he ever done to threaten your rights? Nothing. It's just tripe. It's just gaslighting. It's not just gaslighting and tripe either. It's just bold faith, bold-faced pathological lies. And I just want to show you this too, just so you can see how this is all intertwined together, how all these people know each other. Greg Price tweet, a 22-year-old 22, 22 man in Hennepin County, Minnesota, of course, leftist, was recently convicted of sexually assaulting a girl starting when she was nine. Which, by the way, under the new Democratic Party moral code, is no longer bad. This is what they want. They, they, you're like, Tom, come on, that's very salacious. No. If they could say it out loud, they would say it out loud. But they know they can't get away with it yet. They can get away with a lot more now because it's been proven that if they tell you to mask, you're going to mask. Not you that are watching, 808 people that are watching right now. If you're watching on any other platform but Rumble, switch over to Rumble. It's the only free speech platform. We've got to have a parallel economy. I don't get any money off of Rumble. I'm just telling you, switch over to Rumble. But they, they won't say it out loud yet, but now that they've been proven that they will, their, their, their totalitarianism and their, their asinine idiocy will be followed by many people in the church, conservatives inside the church, who can't stand abortion, but will follow an, an abortionist medical advice to inject themselves with a gene therapeutic mRNA vaccination. And I don't want to get onto this horse, but I mean, just once again, I have to say this to people. Here you are, you're a Christian, and you're anti-abortion, you're anti-globalist, you're anti-left, but then you take the vaccination of the abortionist, the globalist, and the leftist. You take their medical advice, you lock down, you put on your mask, you go buy an electric vehicle so that you don't emit too much CO2, which does nothing but benefit us. Emit more CO2. It's good for us. It makes plants grow. But they're not saying it out loud yet that they want... Kid, they want kids sexualized. Who are the, I mean, think about, again, it's just, it's, it's not even, it's not even behind the scenes. It's not a mystery shrouded in mist. It's out in the open. Who is it that supports out in the open 38-year-old men with taped up penises twerking their genitals in front of little girls? They do. Gavin Newsom does. Mark Milley does. Lloyd Austin does. Joe Biden does. Kamala Harris does. The global, Klaus Schwab does. 
Tetrosgebriasis does. They all do. Tetrosgebriasis, the head of the World Health Organization, which is the UN. The UN has a charter out right now trying to normalize sexual relationships with those who are 14. With adults, 40, 50-year-olds having sex with 14-year-olds. What? Now, 14 is an interesting number because inside of California, Gavin Newsom just lowered the criminal penalties for sodomizing 14-year-old boys and girls. So you can be a, you know, a 60-year-old pedophile inside of California, and you can rape a 14-year-old girl, which, by the way, it doesn't matter whether it's forcible rape or not. If you had sex with a 14-year-old girl, it's rape. doesn't matter whether she, uh, she conceded to it or not. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's still rape. That, that's, that's how our country's been forever. But Gavin Newsom just made sure, along with Congressman Weiner inside of California, that they lowered the sodomy charges, lowered, lowered the sodomy uh, sentencing guidelines for people who were found guilty of sodomizing 14-year-olds. Why would he do that? Why would Gavin Newsom do that? Why is his wife, Gavin Newsom's wife, a rabid, a transgender activist who is out advocating for lopping off penises, lopping off testicles, lopping off breasts, because these people are disgusting, demonic, demon-possessed people. That's who they are. How, how would you advocate? I mean, I want you everybody to think about it. How would you, in your mind, be able to advocate a 40-year-old hairy, fat man taping up his penis and twerking his butt cheeks in front of a five-year-old girl? Gavin Newsom's just fine with that. Absolutely fine with it. So is Kamala Harris. So is Nancy Pelosi. So is Mark Milley. So is Lloyd Austin. They all are absolutely fine with it because they're trying to normalize sexual relationships with kids. And they're trying to sexually indoctrinate kids so kids are okay with homosexuality, which, by the way, is a hell-bound sin. And if your church doesn't preach that, you're going to the wrong church. You go to Andy Stanley's church, he's teaching you how to go to hell, just so you know. He should do a course. He should forget his conferences that he's doing right now where he has married, he has men married to men calling themselves believers, which by the way is impossible. You cannot be living a homosexual lifestyle and be a Christian and be a believer and be a heaven-bound person. Impossible. Read the Bible, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Revelation 21, 8. Just read the Bible. The Bible is Jesus. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. There are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 1 John 1, 1 John 1, 1. 1 John 5, 7. John 1, 14. Those are the Bible verses. Can't be a Christian and you can't be a Christian and be a liar either. Can't be a Christian and be a heterosexual fornicator either. You can't. You can't be a Christian and be somebody who's addicted to pornography. You can't. That's the Bible. And the Bible is the Jesus. The Word. Jesus is called the Word. Please understand these things. If you don't go to a church like that, you are going to the wrong church. You're better off Zoom servicing me. You're better off watching me. I would never have said that five years ago. I would tell you, go in person. But not if you're going to receive heresy from the pulpit, like from Andy Stanley and the rest of the idiots out there that are now saying you can live however you want and you're still going to go to, go to heaven. That's not the Bible. So where do they get that from? Satan himself. Yep. And if it's not the Bible, that means it's not the Jesus because Jesus is the Bible. I, that's not a digress. I would normally say I digress. It's not a digress. That's an ingress. Let me go back to this. 
So they're trying to normalize sexual activity with kids, and they're trying to normalize sexualizing kids, and they're trying to sexually indoctrinate kids so kids are fine with being raped, kids are fine with being molested, because these leftists want to rape and molest them. It just is the case. Look at the UN Charter. Look at Gavin Newsom. Look at what they do. If you're having, you're having transgender drag shows on military bases paid for by you and I, exposed by Matt Gates. Millie and Austin, no answer for it. They just kept saying we're not funded by the military. And Gates said, uh, here's the paperwork says you're funded by the military. Yeah. That's not funded by the military. Here's the paperwork says you're funded by the military. That's what the leftists do. Just lie, 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 and just hope that they can, they can filibuster long enough for it to go away. So a 22-year-old man in Hennepin County, Minnesota, was recently convicted of sexually assaulting a girl starting when she was nine. Starting when she, she was nine. So how many, how many times was she uh, raped between nine and however old she is now? He was sentenced to probation. Sentenced to probation. No time in prison after the, after, after the office of far-left county attorney. I wonder who got Mary Moriarty. Or, uh, I wonder who got her elected. I wonder who got her elected. Could that be George Soros? Mary Moriarty intervened. They wouldn't even explain to the victim's family why they gave him such a lenient sentence because to them, him raping a nine-year-old, well prepubescent girl is not a crime to Mary Moriarty. It's not a crime to her because she's a pervert. She's a pervert. Look at her. Look at here she is. Look at this. Here's a picture of her right here. You got that pic for me? There she is. That's her. You trust that woman? Who's doing all that she can to look like a man? She's a pervert. She doesn't consider it wrong to have killed that child in the womb. She doesn't consider it wrong for that child to be raped over and over and over again. She's perfectly fine with what Aaron and I documented from the border. We have a seven-year-old girl crosses the border. Seven, seven, seven-year-old girl crosses the border. This is the Democratic Party. All these NGOs at the border, funded by the Democratic Party, those NGOs then spin back and fund Democratic Party campaigns. Via your tax dollars go to Democratic Party NGOs. Your tax dollars then, they get to live their lavish lifestyles, their multi-billion dollar lifestyles through the, through the multi-billion billion dollar grants that they get. And then they fund Democratic Party campaigns, Democratic Party politicians, who then funny them, funnel the money back in. We seven-year-old girl at the border found with 56 different samples of semen inside of her body. She's fine with it. She's good with it. If you're, listen, why wouldn't you shut down the border if you're not good with it? You're good with Joe Biden is fine with it. He's fine with sex trafficking kids. I just want you to see who these monsters are, who these demon-possessed monsters are. All right, let's go to the next one. Chuck Cholesterol tweet. Changing subjects. Just want to show you how they all know each other, though. Breaking report. FDX founder. Oh, good. That's Sam Bankman-Free. That's all. Oh, he's a Democratic Party funder he funds democrats he donates to democratic party oh no no he funds to the uniparty listen most republicans are democrats i'm stealing this from dan bongino but not one democrat is a republican understand that mainly it's the uniparty you've got your outliers like gates i hope like jim jordan um a few others out there sometimes mtg Sometimes, you know, they, sometimes Thomas Massey, when they decide to do the right thing, which is most of the time, but galactically failed on the debt ceiling. But breaking report, FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried donated millions of dollars to Mitch McConnell's list <laughs> of anti-Trump Republicans after a private meeting with the Senate Minority Leader. So I don't know, I'm preaching to the choir, 861 people on right now. 
I'm just telling you, I know I'm preaching the choir, and all of you know that, De that Mitch McConnell's a Democrat. We, we know that Mitch McConnell voted for Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah. We know he voted for Joe Biden. So did Lindsey Graham. Yes, Lindsey Graham is on the stage. I don't know why Donald Trump do does this, and unless he leaps over this hurdle, he's going to fail again. But we know Lindsey Graham. We know who he voted for. We, we, we know that he voted for Hillary Clinton. We know that, that he voted for Joe Biden. We know, we know that. But here's, here's the thing with this. Just so everybody knows, there is the, all that is, and I, I don't want to go too deep into this, but everybody needs to remember, and for those of you that watch this podcast all the time and know what I'm about to tell you, everything is just basically a traveling road show. These people are just playing parts. Oh, I'll play the part of a conservative. Oh, I'll play the part of a, of a leftist. That's fine. We'll all do it. But what we're really going to do is just have a giant symbiote of mutually financial uh, beneficial policies for ourselves. That's all, that's all that it's about. It's being a rich politician. Aaron found out for me. I was wondering what Letitia James makes per year. Kathy Hochul makes, what, 220? It was 225. So Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, makes $225,000 a year. So let's just estimate that Letitia James can't be making over 200. If the governor makes 225, let's just make it easy. She makes 200,000, let's say, which is probably not. How is she worth $15 million? Yeah. That's what, that's what Mitch McConnell is in it for. His in-laws are, are, are people, are, are own a shipping company that does business with the CCP. That's why you never see China regulations inside of the United States of America. That's why Mitch McConnell wanted Donald, wanted Donald Trump out, because Donald Trump was actually holding China accountable. Actually going to and actually sanction China with our trade deficits and various other things and tariffs. And that's why he had to, had to be kicked out. Because, listen, they're all, McCarthy, where does McCarthy get all of his money? Sequoia Capital, the same, cap, the same firm that's funding all the Democrats and all the other rhino Republicans. It is as bad as these people are all, pay, are all bribed and all paid off. Whether you, could, whether you criminally prosecute them or not, I don't know. There's, all, there's always these different layers, just like, just like Joe Biden's 23 shell companies. Multiple layers, <laughs> take you 100 years to get to the bottom of it all. But they're all corrupt and they're all bought off. Sam Bankman-Fried, who's a Democratic Party donor, donated to Mitch McConnell to make sure that pro-Trump Republicans were not elected. So in other words, so real conservatives are not elected because Mitch McConnell is obviously not a real conservative. What you have is a bourgeois elitist class. They are no different. Mitch McConnell's not really pro-life. He has to vote pro-life or he'll lose his position. And again, I'll tell you this. It's all about a, a mirage of a synergistic tension. So that you think that people are up there fighting for you. They put you a mirage up there of tension. Like, you, you know, you have Lindsey Graham up there. We're going to get to the bottom of what happened here. We're going to get to the bottom of what happened here. Put in some conservative judges. But yet, year after year, decade after decade, with $33 trillion in debt, no matter who's in charge, but every one of these politicians, while you and I are $33 trillion in debt, they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars on a salary of between $200,000 and $300,000 a year. And really, $147,000 to $250,000 per year. Right. Somehow they're getting rich. But they create for you a synergistic false tension where you believe there's people there fighting for you. People like Mitch McConnell are there so you won't elect a real conservative. Lindsey Graham is there so you won't elect a real conservative. Rob Portman is there and John Cornyn is there so that you won't elect genuine conservatives. They want you to think they're conservatives. They say conservative things, but they never actually do a conservative. They never actually do a conservative thing. They say conservative things. Donald Trump did conservative things, overturned Roe v. Wade, defunded Planned Parenthood, moved the, moved the embassy to Jerusalem, built a wall, 
lower taxes actually did conservative things. Rob, Rob Portman there. John Cornyn is there. Lindsey Graham is there. Mitch McConnell is there. Mitt Romney is there. Susan Collins is there. Lisa Murkowski is there. They are there for the illusion of conservatism so that you think there's conservatives there. They say conservative things. They run under conservative ideologies, then go and govern as a globalist leftist. They are there so that you don't actually put real conservatives in their place. Because they are there to usher for the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, uh, elitist narrative and agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by the globalist left. That's what Mitch McConnell is there for. You're like, yeah, but he, you know, he, he, he nominates conservative. He has to nominate conservative judges, otherwise you'd vote him out. Yep. He's just playing a role. He's occupying a seat. Because if he doesn't occupy it, you'll put a genuine conservative in his place. All right, where the heck am I? All right, let's go to the next one, whatever it is. Julie Kelly tweet. Here's how they all know each other. Remember, you got you have, uh, Chuck Schumer's girlfriend who's running the Trump fraud in, uh, trial. The, the uh, trial, I guess what you call it as a trial. The Trump uh, fraud investigation slash trial. Fatima Goss Graves, wife of U.S. Attorney in D.C., Matthew Graves, who refused to prosecute Hunter Biden. Huh. Even David Weissman is very corrupt. Very, and I don't have time to get into all of Weissman's stuff. But Weissman actually made a request to Matthew Graves. That's the bald guy. He said, you know what? We've got all this uh, evidence of felony tax evasion on Hunter Biden. Matthew Graves made sure that he did not only told David Weiss, but what, what David Weiss was asking for is a, I need prosecutors prosecutorial authority inside of D.C. He had to get Matthew Graves because he's the U.S. District Attorney inside of D.C. He had to get Matthew Graves' permission. Matthew Graves said no. Same thing happened with the L.A. District Attorney too, or or U.S. Attorney in L.A. too because they had multiple criminal charges against Hunter Biden in L.A. too. And that uh, U.S. uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. I keep calling him District Attorney. U.S. Attorney in L.A. said no, you can't prosecute him here either. Why would that be? Why wouldn't you allow him to be prosecuted? Because the system is so corrupt. It is a two-tiered system. Democrats or rhino Republicans can do whatever they want. But you and I, we don't even have to step out of line. We don't have to step out of line to be prosecuted. So Matthew Graves tells David Weissman, no, I do not give you prosecutorial authority inside of D.C. That's why, and when that got called out, and because Weissman was actually exposed, Weissman's the one who put together the entire very flawed, I mean, corrupt plea bargain with, so I don't want you to think David Weissman is a good guy. He is not. He is not a whiteout. He's as black a hat as black hats get. He's the one who put together the corrupt plea bargain, which was basically an immunity deal, which is not what plea bargains are. They have nothing to do with immunity. They have to do with the charges at hand, not future charges, but in this plea bargain, he actually had immunity for basically Hunter Biden could commit whatever crimes he wants for the next century and never be prosecuted. That, that, that was the deal that, Dave, that David Weissman put in place. So he's not a white hat. But once, and they're going back and forth, you had Merrick Garland going too far into this and didn't mean to, but you had Merrick Garland saying, oh no, David Weissman could do whatever he wanted. David Weissman's telling his employees via email, we have the proof, with the IRS whistleblowers. David Weissman's telling everybody, you know what? I don't have the ability to prosecute anything because Matthew Graves won't let me and Merrick Garland won't make me a special, won't make me a special prosecutor. And then when it finally came out and it was everybody was denying everything, finally Merrick Garland comes out and says, you know what? Oh, we're going to make you a special prosecutor. What's happened since? Nothing. A little gun crime charge against Hunter Biden. That's it. 
But I want you to see this. Fatima Gosgrace, wife of a U.S. attorney in D.C., Matthew Grace, who refused to prosecute Hunter Biden, is responsible for the ongoing prosecution of J6 protesters. Runs a powerful, well-funded nonprofit in D.C. She is part of the coalition seeking to remove Clarence Thomas. So basically, what you have is a, a system that is absolutely a corrupt leftist system to the core. You cannot get a fair trial inside of the District of Columbia. You cannot get a fair trial in any blue state or any blue jurisdiction. Understand that. You will be convicted whether you committed the crime or not. You'll be convicted of crimes that you weren't even in the area of. Yep. You'll be convicted of, of, of crimes where you have videotape evidence of yourself not being in the location. You'll be convicted of it. Doesn't matter. You have Tanya Shuckton, Shuckton presiding over your case. That's literally like Hitler presiding over a case over Jewish people. Literally. Yeah. I mean that too, by the way. Literally. Because Shutkin is a Nazi. Graves is a Nazi. Fatima Graves is a Nazi. These are lying people. You're like, Tom, Nazi is too hyperbolic. It's not. First of all, they call us Nazis all the time. Yeah. Why are we, why are they, they call Trump a Nazi all the time. Why are they allowed to call us Nazis? We can't call them Nazis. Who has more in common with Nazis? We're not the ones that want mass censorship. We're not the ones killing the unborn to the tomb of 40 to 80 million a year. We're not the ones who are sex trafficking children through the southern border. We're not the ones putting on Banana Republic show trials. We're not the ones doing those things. They're doing those things. They're the ones doing Mengele-style experimentation on our citizenry. They're the ones doing those things. We're not doing those things at all. So we call them whatever they want. We have a corrupt system where you have the left has taken over the DOJ, has taken over U.S. attorney's positions inside of blue areas. And well, if you, if you step foot in a blue area, you have the potential for being charged with a crime. And there is no backstop. There is no way to stop you from being convicted. But I'm completely innocent. Doesn't matter. If, if, if Fatima Goss Graves or her husband there, what a, what a simpleton... I just so many words come to my mind with that stupid face. I, I, I cannot, I mean, somebody just completely devoid of self-respect and human dignity, like Matthew Grace. You could, they could charge you right now with an armed robbery inside of D.C., and there's no way for, you to, for them, for you not to be found guilty. No way. No way. You'd have to take it to the Supreme Court. Do you have, you have $10 million to take it to the Supreme Court? Because there's a blue judge, blue jury, blue prosecutor, Blue grand jury, blue appellate court. What's going to stop it? Well, Tom, I have exculpatory evidence that shows that I was never even in D.C. during this bank robbery. It doesn't matter. They'll rob it themselves and charge you with it. Yep. We have all this smoke right now in Florida. Smoke in Florida right now, covering the state of Florida, from Canada, from all their wildfires. Wildfire fires set by climate change activists. We all know it. Every single one of those fires ends up, whether it was Greece, whether it was Canada, it was one other country I'm leaving out. All those fires were ended were all arsons, and they all blamed it on climate change until the very last second when they could no longer blame it on climate change. So I just want to see it show you how corrupt the system is. The very people who are prosecuting other very people prosecuting political opponents are the members of the party of the opposition are, are members of the opposition party. It cannot be that way. If you wanted to get rid of Clarence Thomas, it needs to be a neutral source, not Democratic Party activists. If you're going to try Donald Trump for civil fraud, it can't be Chuck Schumer's girlfriend doing it. 
How much more simplistic can it be? All right, here we go. Sorry, I'm going to show you this. Switching over to Poland now. You're like, Tom, that's a right, hard right-hand turn. Yeah, that's to do with the border more than anything. I want to show you, first of all, how Poland defends its borders. Play it for me, other. That's the way it should go. Nobody gets in, period. We don't want you in. You don't get in, period. You don't get in. So, that you know, Tom, why are you showing me that? I'm just showing you that's how you should control your borders. No guilt. I don't have any guilt about it. None at all. They don't want the people in their country. That's fine. I mean, why is I mean, every single one of these Democrats, suddenly, Kathy Hochul, Eric Adams don't want any illegal migration into the state, I mean, into the city of New York. Why not? You've advocated for open borders. That that's what you want. Why well, don't know? I don't know why they're not opening up their own personal homes. I don't know why Brock and Michelle Obama haven't opened up Martha's Vineyard to illegal aliens. I don't get it. I don't understand why it is they brought in like the National Guard. Wasn't that right, Aaron? They brought in like the National Guard into Martha's Vineyard when the, when I, I can't remember oh, who it was. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Whether it was DeSantis or whether it was Abbott. It was DeSantis. DeSantis bust yeah. them up, right? Yep. And they had to bring in like the National Guard. <laughs> <laughs> and we got him out of Martha's Vineyard. Why are you not opening up your mansion? Yeah. Got hundreds acres. He's got his. He's uh, Oahu. He's got a. He's got a mansion in Oahu. Yep. He's got a mansion in D.C. Open it up, Barack. Oh, they don't want that. Why? Why is it that <laughs> Poland is looked down, excoriated for keeping their borders closed when you keep your own board, personal borders closed? You have Taylor Swift, who ends up being taken out of of the Kansas City Stadium in a in a giant like a. Uh, catering box hidden yeah. from her fans why are you trying to sequester yourself from your fans oh you want personal autonomy all of a sudden why does she live behind walls and guns weird she advocates for an open border but her she herself lives behind walls and guns wants all your walls and guns taken away but lives behind walls and guns herself weird i love that video video of the day it's on my twitter feed it's on the pregame may have to just throw it back onto the post game and we got up that aaron Rodgers video where he calls travis kelsey vaccine man yeah, or whatever yeah. it was pfizer boy pfizer, or boy. pfizer man yeah. pfizer man pfizer yeah. boy whatever it is. i got it on there it's great i yeah. mean it's great <laughs> video of the day i put but i had to put it on twitter <laughs> but anyway so what's the consequences of poland's hardcore border stance what's the what's the consequences of their closed borders what is what are the consequences play for me other the lowest unemployment in european union is poland the highest GDP after COVID in European Union is Poland. One of the lowest debts in European Union is Poland. So don't give us this rubbish about the need of educated immigration, as we heard yesterday. We don't need your doctors. We don't need your engineers. Take them, take them all and pay for them. We don't need them. You know why? Because there is a zero terrorist attacks in Poland. Why? Because, because there is no illegal migration in Poland. So don't give me this look. Don't give me these arguments about the populism. Because this is a fact. This is your data from Eurostat. So we don't need your engineers. We don't need your doctors. Take them. Do not, do not, do not teach us 
do not, do not teach us about democracy because we know what the democracy is. So learn from Poland, be like Poland. Thank you very much. And how they do their border is exactly how we should be doing our border. Speaking of that, Illuminati bot video. So uh, as I, what, what, what I talked about earlier, if you're for an open southern border, just understand that you are a child sex trafficker. No, Tom, I'm not for that part of it. No, it doesn't matter, though. If you're leaving that southern border open, you yourself are a child sex trafficking pervert. That is exactly what's happening at the southern border. It may be the primary purpose of the southern border outside of drug trafficking to kill 107,000 Americans per year via fentanyl that's made in China. So if it's not fentanyl that's the number one purpose of an open southern border, then it has to be getting all of these children into the hands of leftist sex trafficking perverts. Does that really what happens? It's exactly what happens. Here is a whistleblower from inside of the federal government or an NGO funded by the federal government that testified to the very fact that the United States government is purposely funding child sex trafficking. Play it for me. My name is Tara Rodas. And thanks to the bravery of Aaron Stevenson, and thanks to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe for publishing the story, I was sitting on the Pomona Fairplex emergency intake site processing unaccompanied children. So you may know that children were coming to this country from other countries. We were taking them into the care, HHS, and then delivering them to sponsors sponsors, unvetted sponsors throughout the United States. So because one whistleblower came forward and because one organization was willing to tell the truth, I was able to then uncover and report that the U.S. government is the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation. We literally have government-sponsored, taxpayer-funded child trafficking. So one whistleblower coming forward, telling the truth, sets in motion a cascade of things that you could never imagine. So I was very grateful for the opportunity for someone to tell the truth. And who knows, maybe one of you could be the next person to come forward. So along with my buddy Aaron, I'm going to continue to speak the truth until children are rescued, criminals are prosecuted, and the United States government no longer is putting billions of dollars to traffic children. And just so everybody knows, this is exactly what's happening. I mean, we're talking about billions, maybe trillions of dollars. And I don't, listen, I don't mean to be gross, and I don't mean to be overly graphic, but the United States government is involved in making sure that pre-pubescent children and post-pubescent children are getting raped, are being sent to pedophiles around the globe we have eighty-five thousand missing kids they have no idea where they are and you hear me espouse this all the time because it's absolutely factually true cbp statistics always say add one to five times the numbers that you're hearing so it's a minimum of 170,000 kids that are missing and up to eighty-five thousand times five kids missing that's it. That's the minimum. I mean, that's what we're looking at. A minimum of 170,000 kids that are missing. That's under the Biden administration. That's just two and a half years of the Biden administration. 170,000 kids are missing, being delivered via our taxpayer dollars that are funneled to NGOs that are then funneled back into the, 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 the campaigns and act blue and Democratic Party politicians pockets. And then they refund those NGOs again. 
Again, the example is they send an NGO $200 million. They spend, you know, $180 million on themselves and their private jets and their lavish lifestyles, and they funnel $20 million back to their Democratic Party benefactors. That's what Washington, D.C. is all about. It's not about the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence or the Bill of Rights. It's about a symbiote, a circle, a perpetual circle bleep. But, in, but the problem is, it's not just that these bourgeois leftist elitists and rhinos are, are, are being funneled cash, your own taxpayer money, funneled to an NGO, funneled back to them. You now have victims. You have, listen, everything is about the, the, what I call the one world agenda. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point controlled by them. But in the midst of that, there's mass perversion. In order for you to want a one-world globalist government and lab-created meat and everybody eating bugs and being hauled into COVID camps, you have to be a degenerate pervert, too. You just have to be. Yeah. So you're going to have all these degenerate perverts. Then you're going to have to have kids to supply their sexual needs. And that's what's happening through the southern border. That's exactly what 85,000 kids are missing. And we know it's at least twice that many. So 170,000 kids are missing. Where, where are they? Where are all the kids that are missing all the time? Where are they? They never find any bodies. They're put into child sex rings is what's going on. It's right in front of our faces. And it's funded by the Democratic Party and the cowards inside of the Republican Party that refuse to stand up and defund. If you have to, defund the CBP. Defund these people. Defund the DOJ. Listen, look at this one. Lives a TikTok tweet. This is absolutely horrific. A group of young minor girls were chained up, abused, and raped. 11 illegals we're at the scene when police raid the residents. Are these kids that are just, you know what, while we're holding you until we get you into the hands of your unvetted sponsors who will then probably make sure that you are dispersed into child sexual slavery in various countries around the world, including inside the United States. Before that happens, you know, while we're holding on to you, we might as well rape you ourselves. You're going to be raped the rest of your life anyway, so we might as well rape you ourselves. This is the Democratic Party. Understand if you're a Democrat. There's 900 people that are watching right now. It might has to be one or two Democrats. Understand if you're a Democrat, this is what you stand for. You want that open border. This is what's happening in that open border. Right here. That's, I mean, look at the ages. Minor girls were chained up and raped. 11 illegals at the scene. Unbelievable. Only one person charged so far. All right, let's go to this next one, uh, Heather. Mudraker.com video. Federal child trafficking pipeline exposed. Play it for me. Uh, so 350,000 unaccompanied children in the last two years have come into our country, and Joe Biden's administration doesn't know where 85,000 of those kids are. Hey, what company are you guys with? Where are you guys taking this kid? Where's, is this your kid here? Sir, is this your kid? You know, these kids are kind of going places they never heard from again, right? No. Are you with me, sir. Can, can I ask what company you're with? No. No? You, you won't tell me? No. Okay. Why are you being so secretive? Don't worry about it, sir. Can you stop bothering me? Why are you hiding your name badge? Why are you so ashamed of what you're doing with these kids? You don't have my permission to be taking any pictures. Uh, this is a public-facing place. I've already talked to the police. Hey, where are you guys flying to today? And don't, hey, don't get in my no, face, No, you're sir. getting in my space, sir. You're getting in my space? You're getting in my space. I need you to back down. Okay, I'm right here. All right, can you back down over there? You're stepping towards me, sir. How are you guys doing? No, you can't take Yes, I can. No, you can't. This is a public place. Why are you guys being so secretive? 
Who are the kids in the car? Every month, thousands of foreign children are trafficked into the United States via the U.S.-Mexico border. They are detained by Border Patrol, held in top-secret compounds, and delivered into the hands of human traffickers by government contractors, some of whom are CIA-affiliated. A sophisticated network of traffickers and smugglers are using the United States federal government as part of the logistical chain of their child trafficking operation. And there you go. Now, as Jim Jordan said, 350,000 unaccompanied minors have entered this country since Biden took office. Remember, that's just that's just January of 2021. So two and a half years, 350,000 that we know about. And again, I don't mean to be redundant on the podcast, but you always have to go by what the CBP says to say about their statistical data. This is the ones they know about. Most of the kids crossing the border, nobody ever sees. Nobody ever sees. So it's one to five times that many. So you start with, there's been 700,000 kids that have crossed the southern border since Joe Biden has taken office. 170,000 of them, Jim Jordan says 85, but again, you go by the one one to five principle. 170,000 of them are missing into freaking oblivion. Into oblivion. Nobody has any idea where they are. They just go, and Aaron said, you know, and then they disappeared. As Aaron said, you get in that white van with the black windows. And again, I don't want to go too deep into this, but this is how everybody's, you just notice how everybody adheres to the globalist narrative, the globalist agenda. They're all conveniently masked. You don't know what the kids look like. Why is everybody masked in 2023? Yep. Why, why are you masked? Why are you masked as an NGO worker affiliated with the CIA, by the way? Is the CIA using kids as bribes in foreign countries? I don't know. Why is the CIA involved with little kids? Why is the CIA involved with the declaration of whether or not COVID was was lab created or of natural origins? Why is the CIA involved in that? Is this all one giant circle bleep symbiote for the personal uh, profit and personal self-aggrandizement and personal advancement of every leftist involved in it? who are all power perverts, and many of them sexual perverts. How are they not sexual perverts when you're advocating for drag queen shows in front of little kids at military base? How are you not a a sexual pervert? And it's all coming to light, too, now. It just popped into my head. I've been calling these people power perverts. You know, they want to control your life, want to subject you, want to submit you, want to mask you, want to lock you down. I've been calling it a sadomasochistic, almost sexual perversion for the last 43 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I just think it is all sexual. Well, yeah, it's all sexual to them. Just a bunch of perverts. And they leave that southern border open. And you are looking at a minimum of 700,000 kids that have crossed and a minimum of 170,000 that are missing into the great unknown. Why would you be hiding? Why do you have to hide where you're bringing children? Why? If you and I, I'll just, uh, well, I have to use Heather because she's got, she's got minor children still. So if I have Hope and I and Heather and her and Travis, we were all traveling together and we came into this country with her minor children, they would have to be identified. They'd have to have passports. They'd have to be secured. Everyone would have to know who they are. They'd have to know that Heather's and Travis is their mom and dad. They'd have to know. 
but not down there. Why? Because they're funneling them into sex farms. They're funneling them into prostitution rings. It's exactly what's happening. Yeah. There's no denying it. Come on, we have Epstein Island. Yep. We have, I mean, come on. We know what's going on. And the Democratic Party is behind it. And if you're a Republican who refuses to do anything about it, you're behind it too. He who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it is sin. That is a fact. Uh, let's go to this one. Patty M.I. video. Oak County, Michigan Sheriff warns transnational gangs. Oh, transnational gangs. I wonder where they're coming from. Let's see. Um, from Chile, Colombia, Peru, Bolivia, Nicaragua, uh, Guatemala, Honduras, and Venezuela. I wonder what border they went through, Aaron. What border do mm. you think those guys went through? Uh, give, me, give me your answer. Thinking uh, southern. Southern border. Uh, there yeah, we go. Yeah, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have transnational gangs. In, of course, a blue area. This is Detroit. Enjoy it. Yet you, yet you have not because you asked not. Ask and you shall receive. Congratulations. Here, is, here are the benefits of the policies that you have espoused for decades. Play for me. For Oakland County. Now we can tell you a little bit more about who is wanted for them. Gang members, organized gang members out of South America, and they are hitting these high-end homes hard. In our area, they are targeting jewelry, precious metals, high-end items such as purses, um, electronics, uh, currency, high-end watches, and if there's a safe that's not attached or they can either break into on scene or carry, they'll do that. Organized crime at its most effective, taking advantage of the U.S. southern border. U.S. laws that release people who get arrested almost immediately. Now setting up shop and taking advantage of high-end homes in Oakland County. Gangs from South America sending people into those high-end homes and stealing a staggering amount of cash, jewelry, you name it. But how do they get here? They typically, we have seen, entered the country one of two ways, either illegally across our incredibly porous southern border, which I'll talk about at the end, um, or they're using the visa waiver program, the VWP program, which is authorized by the State Department. See, it's coming. Your chickens are coming home to roost, Detroit. These are the policies that you have been voting for. De Detroit, hyper-leftist, always leftist, leftist mayors, leftist governors, leftist senators, leftist congressmen. This is what you get. Now you're high-end neighborhoods. High-end gated community mansion neighborhoods are being invaded by transnational gangs from Chile, Colombia, Peru, Bolivia, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Honduras, and Venezuela. Congratulations. Enjoy the fruits of the very things you vote for. Enjoy it. This is what you get. We have no idea. You were the people probably in that high dollar neighborhood were the ones who were saying, how dare Trump say that everybody crossing the border are rapists? First of all, he didn't say that. He said there was criminals crossing the border. He right. didn't say whether it's five out of 10, <laughs> five out of 1,000, right. 100 out of 100,000. He didn't say anything. He just said criminals are crossing the southern border, which, by the way, we have further evidence because they're, they're cataloging tattooed illegal immigrants that the, the tattoos that they have on, which is pretty much taboo, taboo tattoos inside of South America. It's taboo to have a tattoo unless you're in a prison. Teardrop tattoos signifying that you committed at least one murder. They're seeing them cross the border. These, and they're just being let loose with notice to appears. Let loose. They got a teardrop tattoo, which means they've murdered at least one person in their country of origin. Yep. And they're just let loose by the Biden administration and by acquiescing Republicans. 
Just a fact. So Detroit, enjoy it. You were the ones crying about, well, Trump said everybody crossing the border was, uh, you know, was a criminal. Just like Trump said, there's good people on both sides. There's nothing, neither one was ever said. That won't stop you from espousing it, but neither one of those things were ever said. Let me go into vaccines real quick here. Three minutes, three minutes to go, but I don't know if I'll adhere to that or not. Might go to a little overtime, a little overtime, a little overtime, <laughs> maybe. Just a little bit. And I missed on Saturday, so I'm all fired up now. And I'm behind schedule. <laughs> missed all the stories that I wanted to do on Saturday, so I'm all fired up now. All right, disclosed, disclosed video. Now, Tetros Gabriasis, head of the World Health Organization, congratulates Nobel Prize winners. Who won the Nobel Prize? Who do you think won the Nobel Prize? I mean, first thing would be, of course, Voldemar Zelensky. That's what you think. Every, everybody's favorite leftist globalist totalitarian. No, no, he didn't win it. Who would, who would win a Nobel Peace Prize? I mean, it, for me, it would be go back. You can go back two and a half years. You should give it to Donald Trump for getting four, yeah. Yeah, four peace trees inside of the Middle East. I mean, that would be like a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. But no, Tetros congratulates Nobel Prize winners whose mRNA technology has enabled safe and effective safe and effective injections against COVID. Play for me, other. Today is a great day for health, a great day for science, and a great day for vaccines. I offer my warmest congratulations to Dr. Kathleen Carico and Dr. Drew Weisman, who today won the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine for their work in developing the technology that led to mRNA vaccines against COVID-19. So not one thing the man just said was true. Safe and effective, not true. Against COVID-19, don't stop COVID-19. Don't stop transmission. Don't stop infection. Don't stop hospitalization. Don't stop death. More people have died, way more people have died of COVID-19 of the least virulent Omicron variant than everybody combined in Alpha and Delta. So because everybody has antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome and can't fight off a common cold anymore. So more people have died of COVID of the least virulent variant than Omicron and Delta combined. Combined. But yet he's going to call it safe. Not one of the, not one thing he said was true. And now we know, Aaron, do you remember what you just said about Obama versus uh, uh, Abraham Accords? Yeah, I was just going to say, how do you not get a Nobel Peace Prize for <laughs> making the Abraham Accords with all those countries? But Obama gets a Nobel Peace Prize for, for bombing Libya. Yeah! <laughs> hey! Point of the show right there. True, because we now know that the Nobel, Nobel laureates, whatever you call them, Nobel Peace Prize people, they're just leftist hacks, liars, and cheats who just espouse propagandist lies. So here is this Chief Nerd video. Make sure you follow, follow these people. Disclose, Chief Nerd, follow them on social media. In honor of Drew Weissman, who just got his Nobel Peace Prize, in honor of Drew's, Drew Weissman winning the Nobel Peace Prize, here is a look, at, look back at him describing the safety of his product, which he just won a Nobel Peace Prize for, in 2021. And not one thing he says... And I'm going to show you in just a minute, not one thing he says is actually true. But that doesn't stop him getting Nobel Peace Prize. Play it for me. How, so how can we be sure that this vaccine will not cause long-term negative impact in humans? Like, that's one of our big questions that we hear a lot. So, I mean, the, the first is to understand what the vaccine is. The, the mRNA in the vaccine is identical to the RNA in your cells. So 
the, the RNA in your cells isn't causing long-term adverse events. So the RNA in the vaccine won't either. The, the RNA is degraded probably within a week. It's completely gone. The lipid nanoparticles contain four types of fat. Two of the fats are identical to what's in our cells. They're, they're physiologic. The other two are present at incredibly low levels. They are gone within 24 to 48 hours. They're just, you know, the, the body degrades them, they're gone. So nothing of the vaccine is left after days to a week or so. The question that comes, well, then how do you get a long-term adverse event? Well, you can't from any components of the vaccine because they're gone. The, the mRNA does not integrate into the DNA. It, it doesn't affect the DNA. It doesn't change the DNA. It doesn't mutate the DNA. It does nothing to the DNA. So that, that's one of the social media myths that, that you have to throw out. That, that it doesn't do anything to the DNA. Um, but so you know, it, it, it's just hard. It goes on for another minute or so, but let me just, here's the lies. He said, no long-term never negative impact, bullface lie. It is not all altered genetic material. Bullface lie has been proven untrue. Now this is proven untrue in 2021. He's receiving his Nobel peace prize today. Not one thing. The man says is true. No RNA in your body after a week. That's a bullface lie. Which I'll show you in a minute. All vax remnants are gone. And not only is there no mRNA in a week, all vax remnants, lanolipid particles, everything gone inside of a week. No long-term uh, uh, vaccine side events, side effects. No long-term uh, negative side, of, uh, side effects. That's what he says. Not one, of the, not one thing the man said was true. Not one. Here you have a guy pimping and whoring his vaccination, his invention, and not one fact that he is espousing is actually factual. That's all. That's 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 actually that's a real problem when you're dealing with facts. When you're espousing facts that are not facts. Yeah. It's a problem, isn't it? Not one thing the man said was true. Not one. Let's let's look into this. Uh, Jimmy Falk uh, video. Doctor Ryan Cole. Proof. Actually, this is, is that the. Where am I at? Vigilant Fox. Vigilant Fox. Study finds. There we go. Study finds protein circulating. So remember. What Drew, I got to keep his name here handy. What Drew Wiseman said was no vaccine long-term effects, not a genetic, not, is not, does not alter genetic material, is not a gene manipulator, no RNA in your body after a week, all vax remnants are gone in a week, no long-term side effects. That's what Drew Wiseman says. Here's the headline for the Vigilant Fox video. Study finds spike protein circulating 180 days after COVID vaccination. I thought he said it was all gone in a week. Most of it's gone in 24 hours. Yeah. But everything's gone in a week, but now they're finding spike protein circulating 100 days after a COVID vaccination. Play it for me. People who are following the, the narrative right now, they're on their eighth shot. We've never given eight shots of any type of foreign antigen or, or a killed vaccine or live attenuated vaccine, let alone eight injections of a novel genetic code. Uh, where we, we don't see any evidence that the genetic code is broken down or disposed of in the human body. It's pseudo-urogenated. It's, it's modified to be very resistant to human ribonucleases. The spike protein seems to have a very, very long duration of time in the body after it's produced by the vaccines. 
a recent paper by Brogna and colleagues, shocking. They were able to use mass spec and identify the spike protein truly coming from the vaccine because there's a certain signature, amino acid signature profile on it. And that is widely circulating in the body in their study up to uh, over 180 days in about 50% of people who took the shots. That means 50% wow. of people who took the shots walking around out there. Can you imagine every six months they take a shot? They'll have continually circulating spike protein. The spike protein we know causes damage to tissues, organs, uh, causes blood clotting and the complications all associated with it. So six months after you get a vaccination, you still got the S spike protein there and then you get another one. You're eight shots in. So you already got it. You already got a lot of S spike protein in your body, which by the way, they're finding in 180 days. They, they haven't tested it for 365 days later. Right. Hasn't been enough time yet to get all these studies in. So you just keep stacking S spike proteins in your body. And that of course is blood clotting, antibody dependent enhancement syndrome, pulmonary embolisms, myocarditis, all of that is caused. S-spike proteins causing inflammation, which causes myopyocarditis. And that's why we've had the mass increase in deaths. So once again, so six months, they're still finding the S-spike protein. You're eight shots in. I mean, you're eight shots in. And of course, it's never been done. Eight spi- I mean, eight shots in for a virus with a 0.1% death rate. Eight shot for what? How does that make sense? To anybody that you're taking eight shots, if you're Travis Kelsey and you're going and getting your <laughs> double vax, you're for your flu and your COVID, you're Travis Kelsey, you have a 0.0% chance of ever dying of COVID. Well, I do it to protect my friends. It doesn't stop transmission. So why are you getting vaccinated? What's the point? Nothing. The point is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system where you have to be vaccinated for the singular access point into the one-world commerce system to control you. There's no, log- there's no logic behind getting a vaccination for a 0.1% death rate virus. There's no point in it. None. And there are eight shots in. Eight shots in right now. All right, Jimmy Falk video. Autopsies definitively link cause of death from the vaccine cause of death now definitively how does this this is one of the most i'm telling you right now pay close attention it's a little the video is not the most you know most well shot video as far as tech is concerned this guy's good this guy used to actually espouse vaccinations and is now turned around and has found out there he just, he's a doctor so he read the data lo and behold was pimping vaccinations based on propaganda found out his propaganda reversed himself that's an honorable man so now it's definitively linked, vaccination deaths. I'm not going to be able to blame, mark my words right now. You can flag this. Mark my words. They're not going to be able to, I, I pray this, I pray that they would be exposed. They're not going to be able to blame vaccine side effects on quote, unquote, long COVID for much longer because now there is definitive proof of whether what is wrong with you is long COVID, which doesn't exist, or a vaccine side effect. Play for me, other. Welcome to this talk. Now, we're going to be looking at a case today of damage to the brain and damage to the myocardium after COVID-19 vaccination. But the question is, is this damage to the brain and heart caused by the, uh, the vaccine or is it caused by the natural infection? Well, we actually found out, or the researchers in this study found out, that the damage in the brain and the heart was caused by the vaccine, not the infection. 
because they only found the spike protein in the brain and in the heart. The spike protein had actually been produced, they believe, we believe, by the cells in the brain and the heart as the RNA circulated around the brain and the heart. These cells produced the spike protein and that caused the inflammatory reaction that caused the damage. If it had been natural infection, there would have been spike protein and a nucleocapsid protein. And actually the nucleocapsid protein is the most abundant protein produced by the virus, so there would have been loads of it. So we can say definitively that this damage was caused by vaccine not by the uh, natural infection. Let's have a look at the proof for that now. So here we see the SARS coronavirus 2 virus that we're familiar with, the spike protein here, of course. Now, the spike protein can occur on the virus itself, or the spike protein is also generated by the vaccine. But the nucleocapsid protein is inside. It's associated with the RNA, the actual ribonucleic acid of the of the virus and the uh, nucleocapsid protein is only found in the virus it's never generated by uh, a vaccine so if you see spike protein on its own that means it's vaccine if you see spike protein and nucleocapsid protein it means it's natural viral infection that's the difference between the two now th it's over folks it's over there is no if you you can go to you if you have a relative in your life a friend in your life who says, you know what, it's long COVID, I have myocarditis, uh, I keep getting blood clots, I cannot get well, they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, they can't fight off infections anymore, they can be tested. If they only find, it's really simple, look at right there, see that nucleocapsid protein, it's pointed right to the middle, right there. If that is not present, it is not COVID. It is not long COVID. It is the vaccination. It's as simple as that now. Test the person. Whatever the problematic area is, draw the fluid. If all that is there is S-spike protein, which is what where you have lying sack of human waste. Drew, there's, that's where I miss cussing because I would like to say the other thing. <laughs> Lying sack of human feces, Drew Weissman, who says there's no long-term side effects, no negative impact, it's not a gene alterer. If all you find is S-spike protein, if that's all you find, it's the vaccine because your genes have been altered to produce the S-spike protein, which, by the way, causes your natural immune system to attack your cellular structure because you're producing S-spike proteins that your immune system doesn't recognize. Thank you for that creation, Drew Weissman, Nobel Prize-winning scientist. But it's really simple now. Unless there is nucleocapsid protein present which is COVID-19, it's the vaccine causing the problem. Test everybody. Test everybody. Open up the door for Pfizer to be sued into non-existence. Moderna sued into non-existence. AstraZeneca and any other, and all their subsidiaries and all their contractors like Ursula van der Leyen's husband, sue them into non-existence. Because they lied. They lied. Drew Wiseman is a liar. Filthy, disgusting, demonic liar. And now we know. 
If all if you if you don't have nucleocapsid protein there, which is COVID-19, that is the nucleocapsid protein of COVID-19, and all that you have there is S-spike protein, it's the vaccination that's causing the problem. It's as simple as that. Go to the next one for me, Heather. I want to show you this real quick. Leading report out of Canada, breaking new Canadian bombshell. Listen to this. Scientific reports, claims, scientific report claim. You can follow the leading report. Lots of followers, credited source. Report claims that instead of saving lives, I wonder why we're getting our nucleocapsid protein, our mRNA spike, uh, spike proteins here. Report claims that instead of quote unquote saving lives, the experimental COVID vaccines were casually linked to a drastic increase in all cause mortality in 17 countries. How much you want to bet, Aaron, that they are the 17 most vaccinated countries? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, what do you want to, what do you want to bet? I mean, we'll, we'll get the list. It'll come out. Leading report yeah. will put it out, right? Yeah. Wonder what they are. There we go. Side by side. There you go. That instead of saving lives, the experimental COVID vaccine, vaccines were casually linked to drastic increase in all-cause mortality. Remember, leave this up. Remember, all-cause mortality, not just of COVID-19. You can, you can even check it. This is an interesting thing. Say you caught COVID. See if you got the nucleocapsid protein there of COVID. Test. You get a test. Do you have it? Because I'll bet you you don't. I'll bet you you have some other sickness that you're not able to fight off because you have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, but it's being blamed on COVID. Gosh, I could spend three hours on it, but I'm already 15 minutes in overtime. <laughs> we're casually linked. The vaccinations were casually linked to a drastic increase in all-cause mortality in 17 countries. Listen to this. My wife. My wife's over here to my left. Ultimately resulting in 17 million deaths so far. Wow. 17 million deaths so far. Tom, that would be noticeable. Not, not in a world with 8 billion people. The 17 countries and a lot of the third world is not vaccinated. These are the facts. 15 minutes over, over time. Thank you all for staying with me. Listen, you've got to stay for the post game. Lots of videos. Some of the greatest videos ever. Just constantly streaming of videos. I don't know, 10 minutes worth of them. Something like that. You've got to stay for the post game. You've got to see it. You really do. I put them all together. And, well, Aaron puts them all together, but I give them to Aaron to put together. So, got to stick around for it. You'll love it. Back here Thursday night, 8.30. Remember, everybody, you see that on the bottom here? Switch to Rumble. Got to switch to Rumble. I've only made $126 off of Rumble so far. Not saying I won't make money off of them in the future. I'm just saying you got to switch to Rumble. Got, they're the only free speech uh, streaming platform out there. We've got to have a parallel economy. Got to. We'll just be shut down. I'm perpetually being banned off of Facebook, banned off of YouTube, shadow banned, limited, restricted, all the different things you want to call it. But anyway, back here Thursday night, 8.30, 90 minutes of fury, although tonight we went 106 minutes of fury. Who knows what we'll go on Thursday. <laughs> but anyway, don't miss it. Be here Thursday night, 8.30. Got a lot of stuff I didn't get to tonight. Got to get to, I got cabal food. Lots of stuff going on with the food industry right now with lab-created meat. Fake, all sorts of fake 3D-printed steak coming up from Wall Street Silver. Ukraine stuff. Want to deep dive into Ukraine. If I get to it, depends on how much news there is between now and Thursday night. Don't miss it. Don't miss the post game. Love you all. See you Thursday night. Really, love you all. Thank you for watching. You sit there and listen to me scream for an hour, uh, hour and uh, 47 minutes, something like that, hour and 47 minutes. 
Just really do appreciate you. I really do. Thank you, guys. Love you. Be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, see you Thursday night. Christians who are in these churches, these fake churches that don't preach the Word of God, they think persecution means you're wrong. But what does the Word of God say in Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 and 12? Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.